Welcome to the Swiping Diaries. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are here. We are live. Well, not really. You're probably listening to this a week, a month, maybe the same day that I'm uploading this. Who knows? Thank you for choosing to listen to the Swiping Diaries. I'm your host, Ashley, and we brought back the lovely Jenna. Jenna, hey. Hey, guys. It's me again. Missed all of you. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming back. Your story last time about you ending up outside of California Tortilla was amazing. I know I laughed a lot. Hopefully, you guys did too. If not, you guys have no sense of humor. Anyway, thank you so much for coming back again. So I kind of want to talk to you, Jenna, because I know now you have a boyfriend. And I know you met your boyfriend off of a dating app. Yeah. And I met my boyfriend off of Bumble. We are the success story. See, people, you can actually find a significant other off of online dating. You can find love. Yes. find love. So when we were talking earlier, Jenna brought up this awesome phrase that I want to use now. We are what they call online dating alum, alumni, alumnae, whichever it is. As you know, veterans of the crazy online dating fiasco. So I just kind of want to reminisce with you, Jenna, now coupled person to coupled person. I kind of want to understand like, you know, what did you think? Were there people that you would categorize Mm-hmm. on the different apps. Like, I feel like I personally would, you know, like I'd see a shirtless picture and in my mind, I'm like, automatically he's going to be a fuck boy. I don't know if you felt the same way or if you had like, you know, your personal mental categories that you set for people. Yes. I called it Tinderology. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. In the study of Tinder, Tinderology. <laughs> Everybody take out your notepads, pencils, pens, one note, start taking notes here. We are in Tinderology 101. 101, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> okay, Professor Jenna, please enlighten us. <laughs> well, thank you for all coming here today. So I know maybe, I don't know if it's different for women, men, girls, and boys, but especially like when I was on Tinder, I had two different moods. I either was seeking for a relationship on Tinder, so I would call that relationship Tinder, and then there was rebound Tinder. You're, oh. Yes. And what I want to suggest is for people that you don't feel comfortable like privately messaging someone with your like full first name and last name, Tinder is a great way to practice your social conversations with someone like your pickup lines just like you can really develop your personality on tinder is what i'm saying i know that sounds too cliche but like trust me it works you transform from a player into a coach (laughs) That is words to live by. Okay. So question, do you think that your personality on Mm -hmm. online dating mediums is different than what your actual personality is in real life? That's a really good question. Okay. So I would say in social settings, I was more reserved, but then when I practiced like on Tinder, just like how to talk to guys, how to like approach guys, like how to get them to talk to me, uh, which pictures I should have posted, you know, it just made me more comfortable and it made me like have more confidence. So then like, you know, everything I took from like swiping and messaging and responding back to messages, it helped me grow into like a better person of in a social setting, if that makes sense. It made me more comfortable in my own skin and it can be dangerous because you can turn into a catfish. Do not go that route. Turn right. Do not turn left into catfish zone. Be yourself. Just develop yourself more fully, fully realize who you are and you'll become a better person too. Interesting. I don't know who I thought I was on online dating. I thought I was the shit. It's weird. I kind of get this alter ego too when I'm at the gym. I 
turn into this like frat boy mentality. Like I'm the shit. I'm super cool. Which as lame as that sounds, I'm cool guys. I'm really cool. I promise. But like, no, like I turned into like a boss ass bitch. I didn't give a flying fuck about what people thought. I was a little player. You know, you didn't like, and maybe it's because you're not meeting these people face to face, but it's like, you can finally say what you want to say and not feel bad about it. Yeah. But then, but then here's the issue is that I think, and I'm sure this happens with girls. But since I'm a heterosexual girl, I'm just gonna, you know, focus on men. But I think that for some of these men, especially at the university we went to, I don't know what you thought, but I thought a lot of the men that went there were not very attractive. And then I think having the online dating profiles kind of made them all assholes because they thought they can get whoever the hell they want. Sorry, buddy. There's slim pickings out there. And also too, like you said, well, a little like you said, you're using it more as like a self-confidence booster. I think they're using it, but kind of like, mind fucking it in a way in the way in the sense of like they're just getting outright cocky and rude and like you can't even talk to them I know I know I agree I've experienced that I've definitely experienced that but this is a way you grow and you learn how to like give people comebacks because when you look at someone's picture and they're they're giving you like say a bad rating like they're rating you from one to ten and they just give you a horrible rating or they say something mean to you that person that is sending you that there's something wrong with them maybe it's not in their picture and maybe if you can't find anything wrong in their picture make something up. Ask them if their picture's edited, you know, make them feel insecure as well. I'm not saying to in, in like encourage bullying at all. It's not what I'm trying to get across, but I'm just saying from experience, do not let someone like a ghost on a social media app to talk to you like that. Learn how to talk back. Worse comes to worse. Use the quote that Jenna here, the lovely Jenna would tell me to call people. You call them a quote unquote chode and you move on with your life because you know, you'll never be with their sorry asses. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> I have said that prior. If you can't find anything wrong with them, I wasn't going to bring it up, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> more than like, just say that. I want you, when you uh, leave that conversation or they unmatch you, I want you to get that last word in. You need to deflate the male ego. I just have to say, no, you're not the one that's getting unmatched. You unmatch them. Yes. Unmatch their awesome. sorry asses. And hopefully you threw in the word chode in there <laughs> right before you skirted out. Also, uh, what I wanted to mention was like we talked about, I felt in my opinion when I used Tinder that there are three types of Tinder. There's hometown Tinder, college Ooh. Tinder, and vacation Tinder. Now for me, vacation Tinder was like kind of interesting, but never met up with them ever because, you know, stranger danger and everything. But I feel like in my experience, there's a big difference between hometown Tinder and college Tinder. Ooh, interesting. I kind of like where you're going with this. You're onto something here. Okay, so let's dive into it. So hometown Tinder, what kind of dudes can you find there or expect to find? Well, also in your hometown, I come from a very small town. Heck, even our like county, everyone knows one another. So I'm just saying people already have a like disposition. They, They have an image of you already. Whoever you were in high school, that's who they think you are, okay? So so it's not like with college Tinder. You can make yourself be this person, anything you want to be, because no one really knows you unless people from your high school went to the same college as you. But with hometown Tinder, you either stayed the same or you changed, either for the better or for the worse. I don't know about you, but I felt personally, and this is like not tooting my own horn. I've said in a previous episode here, I'm like a solid five. And- (laughs) I just have to say. She's not. If you'd meet her, she's like literally infinity. So you are. Oh, you are so sweet to me. (laughs) This is why I surround myself with people that uplift me. Why did you think I went on online dating apps so much? I'm your hype woman forever. (laughs) But I don't know if this happened to you, but like in high school, 
maybe it's because I was awkward or something. I don't know. I'm still kind of awkward now, but I felt like I was slept on, if you will. I don't think I'm like ugly by any means, but I definitely don't think I got like worse looking when I went to college. So like, I feel like when I came back home, all these random ass people from high school were like, um, knock, knock, knock. Hello. I'm here. Let's hang out. I definitely bullied you in middle school, but like, forget about that. Let me take you on a date. What totally happened. Trust me. I understand the whole thing. Well, trust me. Like when I was in high school, my nickname was literally like Holy Mary. Well, to be fair, Jenna, we did go to church sometimes after our night outs at school. (laughs) The only way to absolve all the scenery. That's true. (laughs) But also one thing I will always stick in my mind is that this one guy told me when I was really interested in him in like maybe ninth or 10th grade, you know, when I was first like trying to talk to boys, but I didn't really know how to do it. And the guy knew I was like into him, but he told me he shut me down real quick. And he said to me, you aren't really like a girl I'd date. And I was like, what? And he was like, you're more like a girl like I'd marry, but like, I'm just not right in that set of mind right now. Yeah, this is like a 15 year old like barely just experienced puberty. And he said that to me, like, imagine how insecure I felt. But then my sophomore year of college, I came home for winter break. Guess who was in my DMs on Tinder asking to take me out to date? He was about ready to take you out to dinner, drop down on one knee and freaking propose on the spot. Yes. And he was actually talking to me and I literally just shut it down. And I was like, uh, I would have done anything for you back then, but now like, bye, just, you know, unmatch and goodbye. So I'm just saying these men come back around, man. It's crazy. Even when you do have a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. it's nuts. I'm sitting there. I'm like, do you not see my Instagram? I'm not posting constantly about my boyfriend, but like, I clearly have one. You dummy. No, man. The male ego is an unexplainable phenomenon. I think we need to have male ego 200, like the class. I don't know with your hometown, like my hometown, what one question I would always get is like, hey, why are you on Tinder? How would you respond? How I would respond is just, I would respond something funny. I wouldn't even be serious. I would say like, oh, you know, just looking for love or trying to cope from my old uh, high school sweetheart breakup, you know, just something like that. Ooh, that's good. I don't even know. Like that was so me. That was so long ago. It was like a few years. Um, I'd like to say I'd say something funny, but I feel like I more lean towards the fact where I'm like, I'm bored or I just wouldn't respond because I was like, okay, I just like swiped on you to be nice and just because I know you. And like some people actually swiping from high school, it was like, oh my God, hey, like I haven't seen you in ages. And then it was kind of like, hey, what's up? And then it fizzled out. Fizzled out. Yeah. Well, I did have some good luck. Um, one thing I did want to mention is I remember one thing, my favorite line I almost forgot was I'd say, oh, I'm just looking for love in a hopeless place, you know? And they- Oh, that's a good one. Because like not only where we are, but like Tinder's for hopeless romantics, like our former selves, you know? But one thing good about hometown Tinder is like, I would connect with people that I never talked to in high school. And we'd either become friends, we go on like, you know, maybe dates or just like simple excursions. And even people that I went to high school with that they went to the same college as me and we never talked in high school. Through Tinder, I was able to develop friendships with these people and just be like, hey, stranger, haven't seen you or LOL, we didn't talk in high school, but like, let's talk now because we go to this major university and we don't know anyone else. 
So that's one thing is Tinder brings people together, even people that you knew as an acquaintance into like being your best friends. That's awesome. That didn't really happen for me, I guess. Well, actually, no, it did with my current boyfriend. <laughs> I'm not really sure if he thought it was a date or not, but I just know we swiped on each other and it was like, oh my God, what's up? And, um, you know, we caught up and everything. And then long story short, we just like became friends and then it like eventually led to dating. But like, you know, we became friends and you were right. Like at the time for me with him, it was Bumble. If I didn't have Bumble, then like I would have never gotten the chance to know the guy. And like, like I said, like just on like a very basic friend basis, I would have not had one of my best friends now. Exactly. Also, I think about that all the time. People that I knew on Tinder when I was in my hometown in my area, I always swiped right on them or super like them just because it was funny. Like I'd swipe right on them if I knew them, but we never talked in high school. And I'd super like them if we, you know, talked in high school or we were friends or people that I knew from other schools, like, you know, cause it was just like, you guys already really know each other and this is a way you guys can communicate and stuff. So I would always do that. Do you think though, with your current man, like if you didn't go to high school with him, you had no knowledge of him, would you have swiped right on him or not? Oh, like, that's think, a good question. Right? Do not have to answer it, but like, it makes you think in a perspective. Like if I didn't know that this guy and how he was would I have swiped right I think about that with my current boyfriend all the time and I think well one I think my boyfriend is very attractive so like yeah I would have said yes but because I knew him I made the first move if I didn't know him would I've made the first move or not probably not that's an excellent excellent point I'm wondering too and like you know the same thing goes in reverse as well like would your man have swiped on you would my man have swiped on me I don't know and I think I would have swiped on him but like here's the thing I think we would have chatted and I'd like to say it would have all ended up in the same place. But I definitely, like you're saying, like I definitely think kind of knowing each other. It helps you continue. It, and then it also brings like, even still too, like, I mean, you know, it was like back in high school and like people have gotten together after high school and college and have no relationship with the person beforehand and it works out. But like, I don't know, it's kind of funny with me and my boyfriend to kind of be like, oh my God, haha, remember like this person's class? Even though like, you know, because yeah. we could still like relate to one another with the different teachers or like, you know, the different situations that happen. And it was like, oh, no way. Like, where were you when like this happened? What about this? Yeah. And, and the conversation just never gets dry and it just builds and builds. Cause literally my opening line to who my boyfriend is now, I said, do you miss math team? Cause we used to be on well, our separate high school's math teams and we versed one another. So, See, that's such a good line. And that was just like my gateway of like talking. And I think all the time, if we didn't know each other, what would I have said? Hey, or send a gif. And like, what could we have talked about? Because there's Tinder etiquette and things and you know we might have not have accomplished all of that but yeah so I think hometown tinder is great you obviously know the people from your high school however there are people from your hometown that you just gotta swipe left on man like for me for my town it's the jorts for me it's the dirty cowboy boots for me oh it's the tobacco dip in the mouth for me <laughs> I was about to say you're in legit pencil tucky Yes, I am in definitely Pennsylvania and part of me, I'm proud of it. Part of me, you know what? I'm proud of it because you can just only own your roots, man. And it has grounded me. It has humbled me. <laughs> And it has also gotten me places and met a lot of great people. So that's awesome. Let's transition, unless yeah. you have anything else to say. Yeah, that's it. Just uh, the people maybe you didn't know 
in high school or you thought you knew, maybe give them a chance because people back then, even including myself, uh, I wasn't mature, but I've had time to mature. And I think that you yourself and the, the person you knew in high school are completely different and always give second chances. Oh, I love that. And that's a nice segue to college Tinder. College Tinder. Let's preface it. So Jenna and I went to a large state university. It was like 40,000 some undergraduates. So with each freshman class brought in fresh people that we could potentially swipe on. So like swiping never got old. And the people that you were swiping on were literally like less than a mile away from you, less than two miles. You could recognize like game day picks or some of the, a lot of the boys on my feed were like boys in fraternities and you kind of would already kind of know the boys like based on their fraternity letters that they had in their photos and stuff or things they did. So, and I don't know, in my opinion, the boys that we went to college with were way taller and way more of a standard compared to uh, where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, I just have to say like the average at our school with some outliers, I think the average look at our school is like a four, to be honest, but still, that's still higher than my hometown. So like in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I have all these options. I was like, oh my gosh, all these successful men. I was like, I might have class with them. This is where I'm going to find my husband or my formal date. There we go. But yeah, I feel like these also can be grouped into subcategories because with college, you had the pencil tucky hicks. You also had the frat boys. You had the jocks. Same thing yeah, with the, the frat townies. boys too. Hmm? Yeah, the townies. Oh yeah, the townies. That's true. I remember the one time like I was swiping and it was like, I'm still in high school, but like my 18th birthday is soon. I'm like, excuse me. No. You have like the artsy guys. You had the vape guys. You had the the band guys. There were a lot of band guys, like small bar bands. You had bartender. There were bartenders. That is true. I was so upset. I was never able to like finesse a bouncer. I don't know, Miss Ashley. I remember back in our day, you did finesse a bouncer. Okay, but that was in person and not via online dating. So we, <laughs> that is out of this podcast scope. Thank you. <laughs> but I did find his roommate on a dating app. Oh, yes, yes. And I was all excited. I was like, maybe he's going to swipe right on me. And then he never did. So I was like, never mind. <laughs> Not that I thought he was attractive. Like whenever I saw a bartender, it was never because I thought they were attractive. It was literally because I'm like, I can potentially finesse free drinks. That was how I felt about bouncers and even band members because bands will play and they have like a limited amount of like people that they can bring in that you don't have to pay for cover but please like definitely go after a bouncer because then you don't have to pay cover you can skip the line it benefits everyone also with athletes because I did have my one time fling with an athlete but just know that you're gonna get hurt <laughs> you're it's gonna true. get hurt like you're just gonna get hurt you're gonna get your feelings hurt and they do not want to make you a wifey they just don't i was gonna say especially if you're like not playing a sport like what the hell do they want with you mm -hmm. i don't mean like listen i mean that in the most sincere way like at least in a big school like with division one athletes i can't speak for smaller schools but i'm just saying in a big school and i don't mean this to be harsh but it's the truth what the hell do they want with you there are always exceptions to the rule of course yes so unless you're in like a high tier sorority then or fraternity or a sport as well yes like you kind of have to like i know it's awful to assume but you have to have these assumptions going to your mind you have to always think like i need to be one step ahead of this person so like that is what you just need to think about when you're doing that but i was going to ask you a question so with college like when i was talking about hometowns i kind of would just swipe on the guys i knew but for college it was different because i didn't know anyone so what type of guys would you swipe on in college what did you look for like profile wise 
abs. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm so shallow. Or like just, they took their phone, they uh, put the camera mode on and they just took a, just, you just saw only six packs, no head, no body, just the <laughs> abs. <laughs> so my thought process was, I know they're bad for me, but if mm-hmm. they look like assholes that lifted, mm-hmm. like it was their day job, I was all over it. Those are the guys I avoided. Oh no, I went for them. I was like, this is it. I'm like, any frat star, any athlete. Yeah, no, uh, for me, it was like, okay, so what I would look for are like, yeah, like I did like fraternity guys too, but like obviously they had to be like, I, I looked for like more middle tier because I didn't want a guy that was going to like, was going to fall in love with and they just ruined my life. And then I didn't want to, like nothing against like the slower tier fraternities at all. Nothing because they could be great guys, but it depended on the guy at that point. So like I would do middle tier. I guess I would do lower tier too. So middle tier lower tier I would look and then also like you know we all have preferences like I personally just wanted a guy that was taller than me but if there was a guy that was shorter than me I would still give him a chance it works both ways on that I would look for a guy that went to game days but like it was more of like a wholesome game day pick you know I would look for a picture with a guy with their family and like a picture of them with their friends like it could be girls or boys like oh see um, I never trusted group pictures unless it was like a family thing no because my philosophy make sure you're taking notes chances are if in the tinder pictures and I've always proven this true if their tinder or profile pictures are with all groups and keep in mind this is just for men I'm assuming it's the same for women but I'm not sure but for men at least if they're constantly or heterosexual men (laughs) if they're constantly in group pictures odds are they're the ugly one (laughs) yes okay to your point that is an outlier that is an exception yes because and i know this because a couple times i was like you know what there's a really hot guy here and he shows up a couple times it could be him it it really could be and either with the guy i'd ask for their snapchat or i'd like ask them specifically who in the picture they were nine times out of ten it was the ugly one the ugliest one not even just like an ugly one the ugliest that is another thing like if you are gonna have a couple group pictures i don't want to say like either you're on the same level as your friend or they're just like a notch behind you or something like that but also have that picture that it's just you maybe with a dog or a cat I always liked pictures like that with with, with your puppy or your kitty like just know that you're like a well-rounded guy yeah it shows you have like a little bit of a soft side also too especially now that I own a cat and like you know having a pet's a new thing for me like I realize how much patience it takes to have a cat or an animal in general so knock on wood unless they're also in fraternity formal attire pictures knock on wood if they're with a dog they're probably like pretty patient nice guys yes I agree okay what do you think about if they're all pictures of basically a guy at his fraternity he's wearing the stained khakis the hat backwards the beer drenched sperries you know and the uh what's up that vineyard vines vest like and what are you thinking about those guys I would always swipe left I'd always swipe right <laughs> because because <laughs> I was always into the assholes um <laughs> And also they made for fantastic stories later on. I guess that's very true. But looking back at that now, I'd be like, you peaked in college and you're peaking now. Yeah, you should have just DM them that. I feel like that was totally definitely would have been a great conversation. I know. What about if they had, it was a guy like in a nice suit 
at his fraternity function or he's at a sorority function with a girl would that make you less inclined because you'd be like oh this he's either her best friend that she's friend zoning or like they're together or like they've been together i think chances are they've hooked up more often than not that's the case i've heard before the theory of like guys posting pictures with girls to make them look more desirable and i guess it's true like i even though i didn't know them i'd be like oh my god i'm a little jealous of that even though i don't know them like part of me is like do i measure up to this girl am i hotter than yeah this? and i'm like no sis like she's awesome too but it's just like it kind of made me insecure a little bit because i knew it wasn't his sister i knew he wasn't taking his sister to formal so i was just like who is this girl like, it's a mind if, game if i like message him will she be a problem down the road like not saying the girl herself but like his relationship with her like will i always feel inferior to it you know so i always had that in the back of my mind but if it was his sister i like pictures like that so um, yeah i feel like family pictures are nice i'm like oh like that's cute because like you know i like to think that i'm close with my family and then you know because i hang out with my family a good bit so i'm like oh okay like that's nice like they do the same thing. If not, it really doesn't matter to me. But I liked outdoorsy pictures for guys. Like if they're at the beach, like they're on football or they're surfing, like really cool sports like that. Or if they're hiking, I really enjoyed those photos. But some photos I did not like. I did not like hunting. Like you have your dead deer. I think of those people, like the hunters and fishers, like, first of all, knock the it the hell off. The fish. Like, I'm just going to rate you based off the fish you caught because I don't with the fish and deer and everything i literally look at them like i'm wondering like what's going on inside their head like do they think like i can provide for you look at the game that i caught we have dinner tonight venison yes. and trout and i'm like, like no thanks does he expect me to cook this deer or this trout like he expects I'm you to butcher the deer no sir what did cardi b say on wap i don't cook i don't clean but let me tell you i earned this ring yes i'm not cooking those deer or the fish like i'm gonna judge you based off the fish i'm gonna be like oh great 12 point rack or like maybe don't come to me don't go up there with a little bluegill fish or a piranha like you better have a whole ass swordfish <laughs> you know what though i feel bad because that'd be the same as like me holding up like a podcast microphone and being like oh my god like look what i can do but but you know you know what it isn't because i didn't kill the podcast microphone to be here i also think that a podcast like you holding a mic would be unique i feel like there have just been so many guys posting pictures with fish and hunting it gets repetitive you can't tell who's who they all look the same it's no originality also some do not i don't know about you but i didn't really like selfies like just a selfie of a face for guys Oh yeah, and especially because they don't even know how to freaking take selfies. So their selfie was like super up close and personal. I see every pore. And if you're a guy and you're doing the face selfie with a filter, like a not like like not like a like changing the color in the background, but like you're putting like the bunny ears like up or like the little dog ears and the nose, knock it off. Knock it off. You knock know, it the off. fuck off. Knock <laughs> it off. Like wh who do you think you are? Uh I'm trying to think what other do nots there were for me. I didn't really like Jim selfie. I know you would say differently on that. I don't know. From for me, if I wanted to know you're muscular, like be in a picture with your friend group, have like a short sleeve shirt on, and just like you don't even gotta flex. Like it's just <laughs> gotta. You, I gotta know that you're toned. You know, I'm not saying, but there's a double standard always for me too. But like, well, and I think to everybody, like you know, is into what they're into. Like I know of some girls that are super into hunting and everything and fishing. So like, what does it for them? 
you know what, just doesn't do it for the rest of us. You know, and I also know I'm in my own category. I'm such a sucker for the juice heads, even though it's probably all fake and their nether regions are probably compensated because of all of the chemicals they're probably putting in their body to get to that point. (laughs) Boys, if you lack in photo creativity, but there's a way to recover, you can recover in your bio. You can recover in the bio. Sometimes I would swipe on people just for their bio. Exactly. I actually had a rude awakening when some guy messaged me. He DM me and he goes, how are we supposed to chat if you don't have a bio? And that just put things into perspective for me. I was like, these boys are putting their like personality out here and I'm not reciprocating it. And I was like, okay, we got to make this 50-50, you know? So for me, I would swipe right on guys that had funny personalities, like things that there were references to, things that were kind of like jokes that everyone understood, like especially at the university I used to go to, like if there was like a thing going on there that everyone made a joke of, like I thought that was hilarious or really funny things that were like short, sweet, simple to the point that were easy conversation starters. But if they were guys that gave you your whole life story and it was like serious, I was just like, what's the point of even DMing you? I know everything there is about you. You already did the small talk for me. Yeah, I was kind of along the lines with you too of like what I was more into bio-wise. And I didn't like people that were like, if you're not into blah, 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 swipe left. And I'm like, okay, like, damn, I get it. You're to the point, but like, sheesh, it's just for fun. What the hell? Cancel culture should have never been a thing. It was definitely a thing in 2019, but like, I feel like cancel culture, swipe left culture, like, buy like unless like it's well deserved but i agree with you like i would do the same thing also what about the men that had their bio as like a university with the year they're graduating like, i didn't mind that so much i mean i mean i preferred something more interesting but at least like you know they put something in there yeah you know there's the stigma with online dating where it's like man like I don't want to do it, but I'm also bored and I feel like maybe I should be meeting people. And, you know, I think that was just kind of like, meh, whatever, I tried. Yes, I completely agree with you. IOs can either make or break people. For sure. Now let's move forward to the vacation Tinder folk. I loved swiping because I was like, you know, like it's time away from my family. Like right before I'm going to bed, people make me feel good. It's fresh meat to look at. However, the issue with those is like, I'm never going to meet them. Yes. It's you're either never going to meet them. If you do, like you're kind of conflicted, it's a little dangerous. Or you're also like, okay, one, do I just want to go do this because I want it like one and done or because I know there's nothing really going to pursue anything. Well, also too, like I'm with my family. Like, what am I going to say to my family? Hey, by the way, like, I just like don't want to hang out with you guys for like a solid three hours. I'm going to dip. Go meet yeah, up with a stranger. Yeah, you can't just bring them back to your days in hotel and you can't go to their best Western like because they might be with their family. So you either have to be with a group of girlfriends and they have to be with a group of guy friends or a group of girlfriends. And that's the only way this would work. And I don't know about you, but I felt like, you know, if I was ever coming into a lull from either college Tinder swiping or home Tinder swiping, I felt like... Like I was a goddess on vacation. Yes, it was a midsummer Tinder <laughs> session. Well, I just feel like everyone's more swipe happy because, you know, it's summertime. They're feeling themselves. They got the cute beach pictures up. No one's stressed. People were basically not out in school. So all you can focus is on, like, on your body, like getting fit, eating right, getting some sun, and like just like focusing on like literally what's going on in front of you and the things you like rather than things that stress you out. Do you have any funny like 
vacation Tinder stories? Not really. Typically, I would just say no to hanging out because I'm like, no dummies. I'd rather hang out with my family that I actually know and know I'm not going to get abducted than go hang out with you, Johnny, from Virginia. What about you? I will say when I was on vacation with my friend back a couple years ago, I was at the beach and I remember we were like walking along the boardwalk and I just can't tell you how many guys like just were starting to like catcall us and everything like that. And at the time we were under 21. So we went to a under 21 club and I was probably like, like 20. Like I remember the bouncer literally checked my ID to make sure I was under 21. And I was like, wow, I should not be trying to get in here. But we went in there and it was just a bunch of 16 year olds grinding on one another. And I was like, wow, like we really need to just bounce, but we paid $20. So we just like sat there and like with our cranberry juices without anything in them. And I remember these guys came up to us and they were like, oh, is this high school fest like too much for you guys as well? And we're like, yeah. And they were like 20. And so we just hung out with them. And then later on that night, we all just walked around with one another. The one guy dared me to get a henna tramp stamp tattoo that said princess. How big was it? It was pretty large. It was like right like where my bikini bottoms would go. And we took a picture, like a bit close up, of course, so you couldn't see where it was. It was just on some skin. And we sent it to my dad. And I was like, look what I got. And he was like, don't come home. And my dad, like that is one thing he hates are tattoos. And it was just so funny and it was just like really memorable and the guys like wanted to come over but we were with like our other friends and kind of people that were older who were over 21 and we were like we can't bring these people back so it's like on vacation tinder it's like you're so limited you're so limited and that was like the only fun interaction we had yeah i feel like with vacation it's like you can look and you can touch but then you have to return yes and you have to return of course yeah that's why i think hometown tinder and college tinder are the best yeah and clearly like we have so many more stories and like things to say about them so clearly Clearly, like, they work a little bit better. Yes, I agree. I hope you crazy people have been taking notes and understanding a little bit more about the different types of Tinder. Well, since Corona is happening or COVID, whatever you want to call it, I'm sure there's probably a new age of swiping that's come up, probably COVID Tinder, if that's a category of people. Quarantine Tinder. Quarantine Tinder. Ooh. Tinder. So since we're not on Tinder right now, can someone please write in and like tell us a little bit more about it and like come on and talk to us? How are you meeting with these people? Like, are you only Zooming? Like, are you guys watching Netflix on like House Party together? Like, please let us know like what is the new normal? Like, how do you guys get together? Is it virtually like, or do you just break social distancing restrictions and meet up, which you should not. But like, I understand if you do not. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so if you have any comments to this or decide that we should be hosting another online virtual class because, you know, no school's happening right now because of COVID, please send me an email, swipingdiaries at gmail.com. Follow me, message me on Instagram at swipingdiaries. And yeah, thank you today for coming to the study of Tinderology 101. Thank you guys. It was a pleasure being here and schooling all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. All right. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye.